You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. So, I have a question. Have you ever wanted to get into comics, but you just didn't know where to start? Well, welcome to Comics Quest. I'm JD Martin, and every week I sit down with a guest to talk a comic that I think anybody can pick up and start their comics reading journey. We take a look at psychedelic sci-fi, fantastical action, heart-wrenching love stories, and of course, superheroes. So check us out at certainpov.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Love of Pages. I'm struggling because there's a slight delay between Jessica and Stephen, who were both trying to count me down. And so we were about half a second off. It's great. It's, it's fine. It's definitely befitting this this week. Uh, so we are still reading The Forever War, courtesy of Stephen Clark. Yeah. yeah. It feels I'll so weird to hold up a it. physical book when we when we all talk about the book. Yeah, well, I, in fact, because I was working off the digital, but I went into our library. Yeah, there's the little thing on the spine. Ah, yay. <clears throat> Shout out so libraries. I, yeah, so. I got mine from notasponsorbookoutlet.com. So, <laughs> significantly <laughs> discounted. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I got a notification from Craig. <laughs> was it was it the one where Craig goes like, "I'm leaving, but I'm still recording. Don't worry." It says I've experienced a disconnect. Oh, I'm mean, still here, and I've got local recording here too. Perfect. These are the fun things that you deal with, dear listeners, while recording a podcast. Yeah, I know. What's happening? <laughs> the technology is failing. <laughs> ah. So, exciting. So. We're, we're in, yeah, we're in portion two of this book. The book is handily divided into three portions already. So <laughs> It's I, very convenient for us. And they're labeled based upon his rank mm-hmm. at the time, which I thought was very, very helpful. Uh, although it did kind of clue me in. I mean, because I feel like it definitely gave the spoiler away going from the second to the third part yeah absolutely by having it named that way but it's also kind of like that's what you would expect anyway so i mean the title does say forever war yeah (laughs) constantly in it but so we open back up and he has been promoted to sergeant (laughs) mandela and so he's in charge of his group it doesn't sound like they replaced very many, just a few, mm-hmm. but they have left Stargate, which is the big base. Yeah. Which, so this book was written in 74, we said, last time. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when did Stargate, the TV show, come out? Uh, so the, the movie would have happened in, like, the, like early 90s and then yeah. the tv show followed shortly afterwards okay, okay. yeah so but, this but, definitely predates that yeah and like, i think they, they don't say stargate 
in the the book that uh, Stargate is taking its theory from Chariot of the Gods. I don't think they say Stargate in there either because that book would have been older than the movie. In the movie. I was just curious. I was mm. just curious. But actually, before we jump in, I almost forgot. <gasps> it's but true. reminded me. Our beverage this evening, Jessica, what are we drinking? We're just drinking wine. Yes. I have a white Pinot Gris. And I've got a Pinot Noir. Uh, so I'm drinking red. Which is befitting, so we chose this beverage because, spoiler alert, Mandela and Mary Gay end up yeah. back on Earth. Mm-hmm. Is that how I pronounce her name? Mary Gay? Mm-hmm. Is that what we're That's how I've been pronouncing it, so. Perfect. So. <laughs> as long as we're all on the same page, I'm good. Uh, end up back on Earth, and they decide to spend all their money on a trip around the world, which is exactly what I would do in their it's situation. Totally what I would do, too. <laughs> But they go to London, they have a lovely meal, he gets steak with wine, she gets seafood with wine, so we weren't sure what they were drinking, so we split it. There you go. At least we're going to pretend like we did that intentionally and not because that's just what we had opened. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Not not that reason. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) So... That is our cocktail for this evening. If you'd like, open a bottle of your favorite wine and mm-hmm. drink along. Believe or the po- Stephen drinking. I, I have pink uh, pink cranberry juice. Ooh. Yeah. Also good for the that digestive tract. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while you guys go grab your wine, just go ahead and leave the podcast running. Um, then come back. And then just pick up from the beginning again and start playing it from the beginning again with your wine this time. Uh, just go ahead and give us the two uh, views slash listens. Thank you. <laughs> so we open and they are in a ship called the Anniversary, which seems to be what I would equate to an aircraft carrier in mm-hmm. space. Yeah. Uh, in terms of size, because they've got several squads, or what they call squads. I'm not entirely sure how big the squad is, so I don't know if it's this the equivalent to the current army squad or not, but they call them the squads. In any case, they are trying to outrun the Torons while heading towards a Toron base that they're going to try and take over. Mm-hmm. And... This is where I always run into issues with these kinds of books. I understand why they're doing it, and just because a writer probably really appreciates it. But the attempt to educate me on the theories of relativity and the necessary difference in timelines on how this works, not going to lie, I struggled reading through this because I was I, like, this doesn't make sure. Sure. Yeah, I, I get the point of a sci fi trying to describe relativity. To people, I don't think anybody has successfully described it that I have read. Not that I've read a lot of sci-fi, but, like, the one thing that I know showed relatively really well was, like, Interstellar showed relatively really well. But, like, I think there was a line that was basically all you needed, but it was said after all that Gargan, which was just Mandela going, basically, they're in the future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like and we're now yeah, absolutely so we're fighting their future selves like that's just how like that's all i needed i don't need the theory of relativity 
done so many, so many times. The other theory that also likes to be thrown around is Schrodinger's theory of the multidimension universe. And I have read several descriptions of that one. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I am with you. I'm like, I could have dealt with two sentences in total. Yeah. The first being that, so they are always our future where they're past, but then we will also be their future and they will be our past at some point it will flip we don't, like, we don't know where it's but it's like it's almost like how arizona doesn't do daylight savings time so like when we go visit san diego we know there's a time where it's like oh it's gonna be even time like i'm gonna need this much downtown but then we know there's also that time period where we save an hour <laughs> so you're like yeah i traveled into the- honestly when people start talking <laughs> about daylight when people start talking about daylight savings time and they're like, okay, no, no, it's this time here and this time there. I do the exact same thing that you guys were saying about when someone starts to go into a technical explanation. I zone out and I think I can Google current MST time or current central, whatever I need right then to find out. Nothing else matters. Don't try to inform me of the difference that we have right now that won't be there later. That's yeah. it. The I only also recently. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's fine. I've also recently discovered the atomic clock, like time.gov, mm-hmm. and I used it for timing certain things when I was in a certain place where I needed to do certain yeah, things yeah. in a very set time. So I was like, wow, this is great. I can know the time in the entire world on one page. <laughs> <laughs> it was really awesome. I liked looking at it. Sorry. <laughs> and the only other sentence that I felt was really necessary was that two years, their two-year tour in space was 21 years on Earth. I yep. was like, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Got that it. That me the extent of what I need to know. Like, that's it. But at the same time, a whole lot happened for those 21 years. But we'll get to that because I feel like that was a little excessive in terms of the amount of shit that can happen in 21 years. <laughs> <laughs> being that i think we're all turning 30 this year um <laughs> just feels excessive i don't know see that well we'll get there later but that's actually part of my, my argument why it's not so crazy <laughs> okay fair fair we'll get there but that anyway one aspect of it that's crazy but like <laughs> <laughs> but so we we meet up with them they're racing around the Torons trying to dodge them. We discover that they have established new technology in these two years themselves with these suits that get pressurized on the inside and then get pressurized on the outside so that you can withstand the five, six, ten Gs, whatever you need to. Um, the chafing from it can be <laughs> critical. Apparently. <laughs> um, so they go through a practice run. And then they find out that the Torons have even higher technology than they have at this point. Because they're in the future. They're in the future, and that's where we get this whole relativity discussion. That jump kind of, I just kind of like let go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's fine. It's fine till we get to that last sentence. But then the Torons attack. They all get in their suits. And the Torons managed to blow up a third of the ship. Mm-hmm. I did like how, like, Mandela didn't know it till like, hours later. He's like, what's wrong? Why? What do you mean people are dead? And they're like, we got hit. 
But quite honestly, I think that's much more realistic than the, yeah. you know, cause you hear the trope all the time of like, Oh, well that history is wrong. I was there cause you, you're some ancient being. And I'm like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't usually know what's going on in the next County over. And I'm pretty well informed. Yeah. So I, know, right? I don't buy that you happen to know what was going on on the other side of the world in 1602 like that wasn't a thing it's that that vampire theory that vampires know everything but like you ask a vampire something they're like i don't know i was like getting drunk in barcelona when that was going on (laughs) exactly so i did appreciate that much more realistic like yeah like in a military campaign the left hand never really knows what the right hand is doing that's kind of the whole point Mm -hmm. but in any case blow up a third of the ship several dead Mary Gay ends up with a slit that basically starts at her collarbone and goes all the way to her pelvis. And she's just, her guts are falling out, mm-hmm. which was all very gruesome. She's fine. Uh, <laughs> she's fine. She doesn't but I like how it, it was just like, it was her suit. Cause she was getting this weird bruising in like the same spot right before. And it's like, they didn't fit these to female formed bodies correctly. That's a surprise. The thing that they said for it was that it had like a crease. So I guess that would lower yeah. the effectiveness because that area where yeah. the other part is touching the other part, I guess like if it goes over, then itself, it's like a double force on the thing where it's expecting one of mm-hmm. the force, you know? Yeah. It was very oh, odd, yeah. but I don't know. It, well, it, 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 it makes me think of like when you get like a like a pressure bruise if you're like you don't like necessarily hit your thumb with the hammer but the nail pinches your finger and so you have like a little blood blister kind of thing it's yeah. that but your whole body but your yeah <laughs> your entire body and but then, like go ahead yeah but i will note like one thing that it did point out to me which i didn't think of it till like just now but like mary gay noticed there was an issue with it and she tried to correct it but now you don't get the point of view of like that conversation she had because mandala goes off to do something else but like i like without a doubt no it's like her saying hey there's something wrong with my suit it's giving a crease and then the people who are like in charge of it were like hey you'll be fine like because that's just how it is yeah. until oh boom you're you're about to die like I just <laughs> talk about serious workman's comp yeah um, <laughs> but so she is in recovering, but there are concerns because they're going to have to do multiple Gs, so they're going to need to get back into the suits, but she can't get back into her suit, let alone another suit. So then we get into more physics discussion with the m- head medic. I did like that one. That one I enjoyed. I did, <laughs> I did it for like, no, it won't work. like this. Well, I'm a physicist, so let me handle the physics. And then it's like, no, but you're not thinking about this. I'm the medic. Let me handle the medical. And he, and it's like, but you're not thinking about this. It's like, oh, <laughs> maybe if we combine our brain power, <laughs> we can do something. And it's like, wow. I'm glad we figured out collaboration. <laughs> um, and I was still like, wait, what did they do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> got in a pool? Okay. But uh, the admiral in charge of their spaceship makes the determination that they're going to return back to Stargate instead of continue on with their mission, even though he might be court-martialed, which I did appreciate that the rest of the troops are like, we don't care. We don't care. So they spend the 10 months going back to Stargate, which makes their tour complete. 
And although the rules have changed since they left, and enlistment is no longer two years, it's now four years of service, they are still given one-way tickets back to Earth and told they're guaranteed a position anywhere they want as trainers if they re-up. <laughs> Just, like, I know it's jumping ahead, but, like... I'll get to it when we get to the end of this because that is just the best. This was, to me, the best representation of how the military works. Like, this little yeah. tidbit of yeah, 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 you'll you'll be a trainer and you'll get to choose what base you're on. <laughs> and then what oh, happens? And it's just like, that's exactly what happens in the military. <laughs> like, exactly word for word what happens in the military. But in any case, so... They all head back. Mandela land, lands back. They are the first round of veterans back because they were the first round of veterans out. And it has been 21 years since they left, but they have only aged two years. Mm -hmm. So there's now really weird time distinctions. Mm -hmm. But in any case, Mandela returns home to find out that his father has died and his mother is living in a high rise now. There apparently was a rations war, and that cut the global population down to 4 billion, and now it's back up to 9 billion, and everything is handled through the UN. Yeah. Everything is done based on calorie rations. Mary Gay's parents have ended up in a commune because her dad did something illegal and basically was given the option of go to prison. Or go to commune prison. Yeah, because of the way jobs work in this <laughs> because time. Jobs work. Um, and although they have huge amounts of money because they've been obtaining a salary for 21 years and the time value of money, because of how much more expensive everything is, it isn't actually that much money. In any case, they go home. Mandela discovers that you have to hire a personal bodyguard to exist in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and he's got to go to a black market dealer for a job because he has too much money to get a job. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. And in any case, um, and his mom is working as a black market radiologist, basically. Yeah. It seems like... She, she's working someone else's job. Correct. Yeah. And he really wants to work as a physicist, teaching, doing research. And basically the black market dealer is like, yeah, you're not going to be able to teach because I can't have somebody who's public facing. And yeah. apparently school is now... In which was very poignant for 2020. School is all online in giant... <laughs> yep. Arenas, which is a little disturbing, but that's okay. Um, the, the, a little too close to home for this year. One of the things that I think was actually interesting is that basically everyone, like the job economy, is basically everyone. Everyone has everything, but also nothing in jobs, yeah. which yeah. is kind of what jobs are now like everyone is doing like we treat like the idea of like a side hustle or gig work as what people would have previously done as like careers um yeah that's kind of where we have ended up and it was 
pretty interesting. I mean, we're not we're not at a point where calories are the currency, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> who knows? But in any case, so they so he goes. He gets on the list for a black market job. He goes and purchases a cannon, a hand cannon. I mean, really, that's what that is. Um, at first, he wanted a laser. Then the guy, I, I did appreciate the fact that he had to keep reminding people, like, N- I, I have no idea what's going on. I left 21 years ago. I got no clue what's going on. <laughs> Try again. Um, homosexuality has become basically the norm Mm -hmm. in an effort to reduce population. It's highly encouraged. Uh, He meets up with Mary Gay. They decide to take a trip around the world. They get to London. He kills somebody because they're trying to rape a girl and basically gets told, no, 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 leave that to the police. Through interrogation under hypnosis, which there's all sorts of issues that I have with that from a legal standpoint, but (laughs) that's besides the issue. And they decide that they are, they don't know enough about this world to continue on their, their trip. Which is quite possibly like between that idea and um, having to constantly just readjust to the world in general and constantly remind people like, no, I'm asking a basic question for me, for you. This is just a part, part of life, but I am not familiar with this. That's, mm-hmm. I think one of the most potent, um, like commentaries on, as a person who was coming back from the Vietnam war, like yeah. that's, it was a massive time of change for everything in general. So, mm-hmm he was not at all far off from what that would seem like, even though obviously we're talking in like these like crazy extended kind of ways with like aliens and everything else. Mm-hmm. That's representative of that experience. No, very true. It is very, very yeah. true. So, and I think it was also the wisest decision they made in this entire section was like, eh, maybe we take it slow. Maybe we go home. We figure out which <laughs> end is up. Then we'll then we'll worry about taking a, a global trip in the world we don't understand. Mm-hmm. But they go back. Mandela finds out that his mother has taken a lover that he didn't know about. It makes him very uncomfortable. He gets adequately scolded for it, but he decides to Should head be. to Mary Gay's home in the commune with her parents, where they're subsistence farmers. And he goes, he very much enjoys the just hands-on labor, the community. They take turns doing Watchtower, and then the town, the commune gets raided. And Mary Gay's parents both die. And Mary Gay finally kills somebody, because as we remember from the first part, she refused to kill a Toron. And so she struggled with that, but she ends up killing the thieves as they try to come in the front door after having shot her mother, which quite honestly is a pretty triggering experience and would probably make a non, a person who's not comfortable with taking another life a little more comfortable with it. If your mother's dying in your arms. Yeah. Uh, It must have been something they did. (laughs) So they end up going back 
to Mandela's mother's just to get away from the commune because there's really nothing left for them there. And they discover that because Mandela's mother has turned 70 and she's been deemed unimportant, she's been given a health care rating of zero, meaning she is not go- not to receive any medical treatment. Which is honestly, like, again, another a good parallel to now in so many different yes. ways because essentially she's determined to be not a priority because she is over the age of 70 um, to the government and all the other systems that would determine these kinds of things. She also has no job. Um, she's just living off of whatever thing that she's given, like the government stipend kind of thing. Um, like, yeah. Like if everything is computer run, or by people like you have just like a basic system. Like I remember when I was a kid and we were too poor to pay for healthcare, but we made just enough money that we would not get any kind of like benefits, you know? So we were just stuck in this middle spot. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not that, I mean, it happens nowadays too in like extreme situations. Like when you have a really like massive, like, 500 people are injured and in that time like you have to go through and you tag them on who is worth saving and who's Mm -hmm. not and you determine it by their age and all these other things that go with it that like they like I don't have time I can actually save this life kind of so I mean it does happen in very extreme situations here and I do believe it's even happened during COVID when the hospitals get Mm -hmm. way overrun they have to choose who to ventilate and who to not. So, and those are the choices are the economic and the who's actually yeah, benefits although, from living more or how kind of it's very detached, but it's something you kind of have to do sometimes. Except at least typically in triage situations, it's more likeliness of survivability yeah. and not necessarily your worth as a human being should yeah in, in that situation yeah, this is definitely think, way more extreme but she does get ruled out for being over 70 though that's part of that one like in a trio situation if you have like a person who's seven who's 70 or whatever yeah. and a person who's 25 and they both have the same condition she's graded because she's over 70 she is mm-hmm. not deemed zero because she's 70 she's deemed a zero in this situation because she doesn't she doesn't have political clout she mm-hmm. isn't a teacher or a doctor. I mean, so it is very much about her economic worth, and that's not typical in triage situations. Mm-hmm. And that was and, true. Yeah. And the situation you're talking about, Stephen, is far more common in the U.S. than it is in places yeah. like the U.K. <laughs> or Canada, where they do have a nationalized healthcare system, mm-hmm. which does provide care to, and in emergency situations, even in the U.S., you will receive treatment. Um, now, you may not seek out preventative treatment or you may not receive treatment as early as you should because you can't afford it. But mm-hmm. if you are brought into an emergency room because you can't breathe, you will receive treatment. I mean, that's that's the way this works. That's, that's the determination that's been made. Not all hospitals and not in all situations, but you will almost always... Re- be able to receive care somewhere. Mm-hmm. They do ha- still have the Hippocratic Oath. So, yeah. and they do still have to follow the Hippocratic Oath. But in any case, this situation basically is 
the straw that breaks the camel's back for Mandela and Mary Gay, and they decide to re-up after talking with Mandela's brother who's living on the moon, Luna, and they determine, sorry about that, <laughs> um, <laughs> they determine that they're going to re-up and get stationed as trainers on the moon. And Mandela, I, this was the part of this section that I was like, thank you. Thank you for at least being intelligent enough to go, no, no, no. I want it in writing. No, yeah. in writing. Okay. okay. In, I'm not signing this till you put that in writing. You I love you. Like, yes, it doesn't work out in their end, but I did appreciate no, no, no. that he knew enough to be like, no, 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 no. Put it in writing. Okay. Put it in writing. <laughs> this this <laughs> is where you will be for one hour and then, oh, boom, new contract. You can't do nothing. You have no rights right now. Military. <laughs> Just... So well, I had the position for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so they land in Luna. They barely have been un- been able to unpack and put on their military uniforms, and they get new orders to go back to the front lines. For people, for people who were only in the military for two years, they are very accepting of this situation. Like there wasn't even kind of like a like, but wait, no, they what oh, really like oh, just the tiniest kind of like ah oh, man, oh well. We did get the position. This, this also It's just it's just so short when she says it. She she's like incredulous about it and he's like I mean we did get the position of our choice. We had it for an hour. Here we go. She's like, Yeah. I mean they did actively say that we're gonna train you and we're gonna actively shoot at you during the training and you guys will die. Like it's Yeah. I feel that's like the military the situation of it all really kind of just like yeah like sped up the, the sped up the breakdown process <laughs> but so here's here's my issue with how much has changed on earth in 21 years uh-huh for the entirety of the 20th century the 21st century i have never had a i've never historically known a war to start and end and be moved past to the next segment in less than 21 years. I mean, come on. We were in, we're still in Iraq and Afghanistan, and it's been 19 years. How long was the Vietnam War? A 50, mid 50s to the mid 70s. It was at least 20 years. But that's what, that's what I mean. Like, that one's pretty close to that. Well, except he. In their description, the ration wars occurred and were over, and we well, lost. I mean, because we lost, we lost, we got down to four billion, and we're now back up to nine billion. So it didn't just end; like it had I to have ended a while ago. The idea of like the rations war, it's it's more of like a like a, a thing of like uh, resources and such. Like, don't get me wrong, there are like actual conflicts in this one, but it's not like the whole thing for it was like it wasn't like road warrior everywhere, and people were like punching each other for a Gatorade. Like, I think it's a lot more like. You have massive killings and uprisings from people, and you killed up half the population. For that one, I still don't think it was as crazy as what the other stuff was because everyone, like, people did things, and then it's still like, it essentially, people tired themselves out in the thing. I just have a real hard time with the concept that a global war took 
maybe no. five years. That's, like, that's that not my issue. Rational. <laughs> no, it, it's, that like, can happen with, in, in, in five years. If if you get to a point where everything is about something that's a global resource, I think it would boil down a lot faster because you you get to a point where you're starting to use that resource that you're fighting over to fight the war and at some point in there people like not that cooler heads will prevail it's that one person's gonna go shit we can do this i'm sorry (laughs) we can do this for like for two more years and we have no more of this they have two and a half years worth of this and then what will we have and just Except like it's not, simple it's not a global resource because not all people not all places are situated to grow food sufficiently that's the thing not everyone is situated to like grow food and everything but the places that grow food don't also do a lot of the industrial things at this point we would have already had like a yeah. global economy beginning in a real big way, even though it wasn't as crazy as it is now, where everyone is like so codependent, you know, it's it's just I think you would already be in a spot where people would realize we can't succeed without this other thing being here. So fighting with the people who do all the I production. Mean, I, I agree with your premise, except for I don't agree with your timeline. It's not a two year question. It's a. It's easily a 10, 15 year question. I'll take that one. I understand. Like, it's just the, and that's not something you resolve. I mean, because quite honestly, our wars in the Middle East have mostly been about oil, which is a finite resource. The only other and, thing I would, I would say for this one is that in this world, it might have also just been companies that were vying for like military. Like the the like the military complex side of things, mm-hmm. uh, it could have all just been like this giant falsehood, like an actual war. It's it's like people are playing chess, but with like real world things. Well, I mean, they're they're already doing that in our world, That's and what, it just yeah. takes them a lot longer to complete the chess game than two years. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I just yeah, I don't need. A two-page description of relatively. I need like a two-page description of how the United Nations takes over the world. <laughs> right? Thank you. Because I need powerful government. I'm like, ah, I don't think you like, understand. And how then the United Nations <laughs> took over all of the governments, and I'm like, the United States government does exist, and I don't think they'd be okay with Honestly, this. Like, I need to know how this happened. This whole time period for for sci-fi. Or anything that had like a basis in any kind of real real world thing, everyone talks about the UN so much, so I know, much. I've noticed that before. In, like anytime, like now, if if we're in a real world situation, the 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 UN is basically the Supreme Court. Like it has power because people say it has power. Still, if anyone really disrupts anything, it just gets it sits back and goes like, I don't know anymore, <laughs> and then it has no power. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the it's it's paper currency the un is paper currency yeah but so that was where i was like i was like nah now you don't have a global war <laughs> over food and the ability to ration things and a class war in a five-year time period because it definitely like when the you know recent from earth guy comes up to stargate and he's explaining this. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, no, it happened, and then it was over, and this is how we switched, and this is now where we're at. And, like, I'm like, 
No! I told that about that part, the guy from Earth, and he was, like, the gay guy, but he was, like, the gay guy of gay guys, like, where he was, like, what it Mandela said, like, he was very clean-faced and, like, wearing makeup and had his nails manicured, yeah. and, and it was really described, like, I'm gay, deal with it, this is normal now. Like, <laughs> and I laughed so much, I was like, you, this is a 1970s know? book, <laughs> like, this is great. I mean, it, that's perfectly, but yeah, no, I'm just like, I'm like, no, you don't completely upend, you, you don't switch currencies in 21 years and have people completely accept it and have all other currency completely disappear. Like, even as we switched from the gold standard, so we weren't even introducing a new currency, we were just changing how we valued currencies, that still took the globe 15, 20 years. Yeah. Like, she didn't have to do it a country, so... The, the, and there are still people. There are still people who are like, no, 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 give me gold, give me gold. I, the, the so, one thing generations old at this point. I do think yeah. the the one thing that makes it way easier for them to have facilitated a super fast change was to have no middle ground. They didn't have like silver notes or anything where it's the previous currency backed by the other one. It's just no. Mm -hmm. This is the new one. That's hiding everything in inflation and redistributing all wealth. In that, in that I, one, they could 100% have done it. I don't know, if, again, if it goes that fast, but it, that facilitates a much quicker change. I feel like there had to be some, like, telepathic squid from outer space attacking Earth at the same time in several <laughs> spots for this to happen. If you don't catch the reference, please go back and watch the <laughs> Watchmen and listen to the Geeks Watch episodes from early 2020 in January, where we discussed this very issue. Uh, yes. I, 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 I did want to say one thing for the person that they have talked to them, um, because they, they have the person who, like, like you said, was very much like this like caricature of the like the lot like the furthest extent of this kind of idea. They do talk about the idea that when they get back to Earth and everything and they look around them, they're like, pretty much everything is, wait, so much for what they told me about this or that. They basically gave them like a, a deep idea of what's, what the stuff is supposed to be. So then when they actually got into that situation, it's actually a lot lighter. Like they set, they, they set yeah. the bar high and then um, they like overpromised. Uh, and underdelivered on that one, so it wasn't as crazy of a time getting back. Because they also say mm -hmm. there's like 18 years of mandatory school, but school is just like, well, I'm here, I get an A. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's basically to slow entry into the workforce. Yeah. The more the more schooling you require, the later in life people enter the workforce. So hopefully, the less time they spend in the workforce. So you've got mm -hmm. if you've got issues with too high unemployment that's, yeah. that's an easy way to adjust that that's why colleges were pushed so heavily when inflation was super high in the 70s and you were having issues getting people jobs education was also another heavy theme in a lot of uh 70s and 80s sci-fi it's true yeah this is true but in any case yeah that was probably i'm like mm, no 21 years not enough time like you easily need at least two to three generations for quite this much like i get that technological growth is exponential but societal growth and change is not exponential mm -hmm. like yeah the rules for hard sciences and the rules for soft sciences 
are vastly different. <laughs> I, the the one that I think accelerates social change, which they do not have in this world, would be the internet. Like the internet yeah. obviously yeah. like hastened social change drastically, but they do not have no. that in this world. They even have like just normal phones. He dials an operator at one point. An in operator, there. yeah. And I mean, yeah. at least they got that part. <laughs> A picture shows up. But while I would say, yes, Stephen, the internet drastically increased social change, because of that dramatic increase, you're now getting a pushback. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you don't quite see that pushback. It gets kind of alluded to that, like, the people on the moon are these crazy anarchists. But if things were to have changed this much... In a 21 year, so a generation, in a generation, if they were to have shifted that dramatically, there would be a lot more pushback on Earth. Like there would yeah. just be, there would be huge amounts of pushback that just don't appear. I mean, I agree. Unless the, the world collectively decided what I eat doesn't make you poop. Like, and then just decided <laughs> everyone else can do what they want. Then it would be fine. <laughs> I mean, that would be great, but we don't function that way as a species. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I got centuries to prove that. Centuries <laughs> to prove that we just don't operate that way. But in any case, so. Thoughts on our next section. We got one more section. Stephen can't answer this because. It's been so long. It, I, I have no idea oh. what happens next. Uh, like I, I, for the most part, the thing that I remember from this book is a few portions of the first part, and then like all of the ideas presented in the second part. The second part of this book was the most interesting part of this book for me. Okay. So, what do you think is going to happen? Like, what's going to be the big twist in section three? Hmm. Personally, like I, I think it, it'll be something where the the whole conflict that they have isn't as important as it was thought to be. But that's also looking at just the real world parallel of Vietnam, the Vietnam War. You know, um, there's there. I think that they alluded to it in this section when he says that in the past, like war was something that was like in your face. Everyone knew what was happening with the war and everything. And then here there's already this like lessening of people even paying attention. You guys were synced perfectly on screen, taking a drink right now. That was amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think that's like that kind of thing. We'll see in action for this. Jessica, what do you, what do you expect to see? What do you look forward to seeing? What do you hope they don't do? <laughs> I don't even know what I hope. I, I am don't know. I don't read a lot of war novels for a reason. Like I watch a lot of war movies, but I don't read about war. So I don't. I don't know. I hope. I don't know. I hope he becomes a general. <laughs> I am really the the thing I'm hoping not to see is the very cliche like he finally meets a Toron and has this exchange and becomes like an advocate <laughs> for something more. Cause I'm like, that's great. And that's a good moral to a story, but that's not realistic. Don't, don't read the later Ender books. I mean, that's fair. The, the first one's fantastic. And I, I don't have a need to 
go on. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sort of happened in the first book, too, though. Oh, yeah. In this little thing. Like, it's introduced yeah. in the first book. It's introduced in the first book, but it doesn't go to the full extent of the cliche, like... Yeah, because, to be fair, he didn't realize... He was eating he really was actually fighting them. So. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. Spoiler alert. There's a major plot twist at the end of Ender Game. Spoiler alert for a book that was first written as a novella in the 60s. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm like, at this point, spoiler if, you, alert. if you need the spoiler, a spoiler alert, you weren't going to read it anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's um. true. <laughs> but, Okay. So fantastic. Any final thoughts? Because I know I definitely like took over on this one because I had lots of complaints about nope. how global society would transition in 21 years. I, I, do, I do think we still like we, we piped in, I think, right? Right, Alyssa, or Jess? Like we talked during the. Yeah, the summary. we did. We did. Yeah. I just want to make sure I didn't completely bulldozed over anybody. Nah. No, you have to do the summary because our brains don't work chronologically because mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have just started at the end to be like and then the military gave them the position for an hour <laughs> and that was the best thing about the book this is all I want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> all we need to talk about because that is true join the military it's a great way to get a good career but just know once you sign that contract nothing in your life is guaranteed <laughs> just- I, I was curious what, the government. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was curious about in this one, um when did the GI Bill begin? Nineteen wasn't it after September eleventh? No, GI Bill was in the sixties. Was it the sixties? I'm pretty sure it was post Korea. Because ah. in here, like, there's no mention of anything even similar in here. I feel like it, there was something after 9-11, though, I thought, that got changed. I didn't understand. I mean, there was a lot that changed after 9-11. I knew. Yeah. Well, there's something that I, I remember no, a conversation I had bill, a long time ago. The GI Bill was originally passed in June on June 22nd, 1944. Interesting. But what changed after 9-11 was actually, I believe, the ability to pass it down. So you could use your GI Bill That's for what it yourself is. or for your kids. Mm. Your kids could use your GI Bill. That's what it is. Somebody was talking about. Okay. All right. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, the GI Bill's been around for a long, long time as an incentive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really a great incentive. Was. It's a fantastic incentive. Oh, yeah. It's unfortunate that we need such an incentive to be able to get an education and survive but yeah it is great incentive yeah that's a, that's a whole nother set of questions and a whole nother podcast into it and in unto <laughs> itself where's the heart it's late <laughs> i had too much wine the it's wine is gone it's <laughs> <the> wine gone <laughs> not gone but it is my second glass for the evening, so <laughs> oh, because well, my second glass is gone, so <laughs> I win. Jessica <laughs> <laughs> wins. Jessica wins. Okay, Jessica, I win nothing. If people want to congratulate you on winning the wine contest, where can they find you? <laughs> you can tweet me as Jam Bailey writes. And Stephen, where can people find you? You can find me all across social media as Peppermint Gentleman or Peppermint Gent. You can find me with the rest of Geek Elite Media at Geek Elite Media, our Facebook page forward slash Geek Elite Media. Please 
come join us on our Patreon page where you can find extra exclusives and early releases, all sorts of fun things for this podcast and other podcasts. And if you can't join us on our Patreon, please rate, review, and subscribe on whatever mm-hmm. podcatcher you have. It substantially helps us reach out to more people. Archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts can be found at geekalitemedia.com. Until next time, this is the Love of Pages reminding you to keep turning those pages and always remember to... Geek out. Geek out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.